Truth Applies Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, joined, as always, by Cedra Sarton, the great Cedra Sarton. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm running with that now. Yeah, that's, uh, that's going to be in your Twitter Twitter bio. Yeah, the great Cedra Immediately. Sarton. Immediately. I'm changing it right as we speak. <laughs> Good. And um, we still don't have Wesley in studio with us. This is the second week in a row, I believe, that we haven't. But uh, we do have Chris Woodward in with his monthly episode yes. with us i would like to be referred to as chris the tall chris the tall the six foot what let's two? just yeah, yeah. <laughs> six, six, uh, let's just say for those that uh, don't know what i look like i have a lot more uh in common with zacchaeus than i do saul zacchaeus only so, when he's up in the tree though yeah right? yeah, yeah you know, i like trees too that's good. <laughs> all right well uh for those of our listeners who might not be familiar every month we have Chris Woodward on. He is from the American. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm but I'm butchering this. One News Now. Yeah. Is is mm-hmm. one side of this, correct? And then the other side of it is the American Fa- Family American News. Family News or American Family Radio News. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, people ask me, "What is American Family News?" And I say, "Well, it's it's on the the radio side of things. Yeah. <laughs> OneNewsNow.com is the print side. Mm-hmm. So stories that you might hear us cover at the top of every hour on an AFR newscast, those things often wind up in print as articles on OneNewsNow.com. Mm-hmm. But as we've talked about on this show uh, before, there's oftentimes uh, information on the website that you don't get on the radio side. So uh, do check uh, and yeah. listen for both the radio newscasts as well as." Yeah. the website because yeah. at the top of every hour there is a news broadcast correct um but you know you only have a limited amount of time there to get out everything four minutes and 29 seconds yes and <laughs> that's to get in all this news yeah but the website is constantly updating sure. constantly you know keeping you after up. hours over weekends yeah always <laughs> yeah. and as far as the radio side goes if on a night where you have like a, a big debate which mm-hmm. Lord knows we heard a lot of those uh, earlier this year. Uh, Or a State of the Union, things like that. I can save you time and tell you what you need to know in four minutes and 29 seconds. Great. It's my gift to you this time of year. Because I do not like listening to those things. I would rather have your condensed version than tell me the important parts. It's what I do. Yeah, it's what I do. I think we we have a slightly more time. Today, yes, yeah. just a little bit more. Yeah, yes, I don't. I, we do. <laughs> I don't know what to do with all this time. It's like right. you know. Well, I mean, let's think about it. You know, twenty twenty is ending, right? Yes, the world is finally going to get back together, and <laughs> it's going to be wonderful next. Two year. years from now, yes, <laughs> two years from yeah. now. No, twenty twenty one. That's when everything gets fixed, right? It that's, does. <laughs> it does. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, depending on who you ask, there is good news mm-hmm. uh, on the coronavirus front, which obviously mm-hmm. that's been the big story of the year. I would argue it should have been Times Person of the Year, not uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And I say that because uh, Time, which recently designated Joe and Kamala Times Person of the Year, Time has uh, in the past uh, given non people uh, that 
award. Right. Uh, for a couple of examples, they've named U.S. scientists. That's how they worded it. Uh, they were given Times Person of the Year back in the 60s, I think it was. The mm-hmm. U.S. computer was once recognized as Times Person of the Year. Certainly frontline healthcare workers, um, I think, in my opinion, which no one asked for, uh, should have been given uh, Person of the Year because they are keeping a lot of people uh, yeah. safe. They're they're helping a lot of people get to feel feeling better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good news on the, uh, the COVID front is that, yes, cases are going up depending on where you live or uh, the news that you follow. Uh, but a lot of people have been able to overcome mm-hmm. uh, COVID-19 either through uh, just their own kind of uh, remedies uh, that they've uh, come up with. Uh, but there has been good news on the therapeutics front. Uh, there's a couple of vaccines that are now being made available. And really in the coming weeks, uh, as we get into 2021 and into the uh, State of the Union, which should be sometime around February, mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to be um, – a lot more people are going to be able to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the coming weeks, you're going to see uh, police departments, firefighters, uh, more people in long-term residential facilities, nursing homes. Um, so uh, it won't just be politicians that you're seeing on television to try to show you that a vaccine is safe. It'll be a lot of people. Uh, and it's not, at this point, mandatory. Uh, people mm-hmm. are going to be getting this on their own. Um, but it will, I think, bring a, a sense um of calm uh, to the situation and hopefully uh, at some point maybe by spring we'll have more of what we used to get to experience where people are eating out Mm -hmm. shopping maybe going to concerts things of that nature it's interesting i was talking to my wife um earlier who who is by the way a healthcare worker herself and i totally agree they they should have been the the time people of the year um but i was talking to her and i was like do you remember when this all started like at the very beginning was it like february of this year when when it kind of hit us i guess a little bit and we just didn't know what to think or do. Like, yeah. we didn't know what COVID really was and or how to deal with it. We didn't know how it would affect mm-hmm. our society if we were going to – some people were thinking we would lose our power and right. water yeah. for some for some reason. Um, it was it was it had some real Y2K vibes to yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say um, Y2K. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Y2K Which I was, I was a little too, I was a little too young to really – appreciate Y2K oh, I when remember. it happened. I remember that, yeah. that New Year's Eve, yes. <laughs> but I, I do remember my, my mom and dad kind of prepping for that mm-hmm. a little bit, and yeah. they never stopped prepping for it since. Um, but but it's interesting how throughout this year, um, I mean, we've gotten to know a little bit more what it's about, um, I, I, I think, as, as best as we can. And I feel like just people have gotten tired of being scared. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. And I mean, not not to say that people aren't still taking precautions and being careful and, you know, doing what they need to be doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the the hysteria, by and large, seems to have died down. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Uh, and I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say, I'm just done. I'm so done with <laughs> yes. it. I'm so over this. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Things like that. But yeah, we've seen uh, it, the the mindset now in December is certainly different than what it was in June, mm-hmm. uh, and definitely from February March when we were like, should we should we should we cancel one service? Like how do we, you know right. how do we do this? And all of a sudden, church became you know completely online, and in many places, it's still completely yeah. online. That's been one of the uh, things to watch for. In the state of California, for example, uh, Governor Newsom still wants various uh, places of worship, not just churches, uh, to uh, not have services, indoor services, things like that. A lot of uh, local municipalities have done different things. Some of those things have been struck down by the Supreme Court. Other things have just been removed uh, because they know uh, it's not constitutional or, you know, it's not being policed well or people are ignoring it or whatever. Um, that will be something to watch for. Certainly uh, schools um, will figure out whether or not some of the uh, 
nation's larger schools are going to open back up in places like New York City or Chicago. New York City has, to some extent, uh, reopened elementary schools mm-hmm. and maybe even some middle schools, but a lot of high schools uh, in New York City, as well as other parts of the country, still virtual which is funny to think about because when I was in high school, uh, we had the internet, um, but it was nowhere near what it is today. And and I, if you would have said, even when I was in college, um, in the early to mid two thousands, we had uh, you know pandemics and things like that with SARS or whatnot, and no one ever said, "Hey, should we uh, do everything online?" You know, and now it's like just completely common. Right. I mean, you have kids that have started school kindergartners that don't know what it's like to be in the classroom with the teacher and your hands in the clay and all this other stuff. You're doing all these like virtual projects, Mm -hmm. which is weird. Um, But life is certainly different, but uh, we are still blessed to live in a great country where we have freedoms to talk about these things openly and share our opinions. Uh, Whether or not that is going to remain to be the case, I can't tell you. No one can, but it's certainly a reason we should pray. Uh, for our leaders to have wisdom, good health, mm-hmm. to make uh, wise decisions that uh, impact everybody in a positive manner. Right, right. I think a lot of people are still holding their breaths. They're still <laughs> waiting for things to go back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. You know, there's some things I think they're going to stick. Do you have any, like, opinions on things you think are not going to go back to the way they were, things that maybe will stick around yeah. for the long haul? Well, uh, certainly everybody listening probably attends uh, a church somehow, some way. Uh, uh, you know, I'm Baptist. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't spell yeah. Baptist without the words handshaking. <laughs> um, and so uh, the handshaking is going to go away. I think so. uh, yeah. Offering plates being passed around, uh, the Lord's Supper or communion, whatever you may call it, that's going to be done differently. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of places that have not done it at all mm-hmm. uh, since uh, COVID really broke uh, broke out and became a household topic. Uh, so church services will be different. Um, you know, you may still see people saying, "I'm just going to stay at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to watch this uh, online and 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 things of that nature." Um, th- some of the positives, though, I can tell you in my own church's experience. Uh, we went from having no online presence to having an online presence. And praise be to God, we were able to uh, still bring in enough money to you know, buy some new equipment, get some nice cameras, things like that. We're doing like different camera angles now, which is fun. Uh, it's not just that one camera on the podium where somebody's preaching or singing or whatnot. Uh, but one of the positives that uh, we've uh, experienced in my church, and I know this to be true in other places, is that uh, you're able to meet people or reach people uh, that have moved away. Maybe they're in the military and they're kind of homesick. Uh, they're able to watch the service. You've had people that are out of town uh, that maybe are in a place where they don't feel comfortable going to another church because they don't know them, or maybe the church is closed to people. Who knows? Uh, they've been able to uh, still be a part of the service. Um, and, you know, I think that's one thing to be thankful for uh, this uh, this time of year. And we talked about this going into Thanksgiving as well. There are positive things that have come out of 2020 uh, and I think it would be good for all of us, everybody listening, to really kind of dwell on those things uh, and, and, and thank God for the positive things that we've all had this year in a year which has, without a doubt, been terrible, no good, and very bad. Oh, absolutely. And I think especially as Christians, um, a- acknowledging the fact that 2020 didn't happen in spite of God. You know? right. It happened because it was in His will and everything within that. So... Yeah, a lot of good things have happened, and even the bad things that have happened have happened for reasons mm-hmm. maybe beyond our understanding. But ultimately, it is because it furthers the will and the progression of God's plan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, 
to bring up a, a Bible story we're all familiar with, uh, the nativity story, mm-hmm. you had um, people were told, hey, you've got to travel great distance at your own expense to go be taxed, to, to, to be counted, right. and have to pay a tax, uh, things of that nature. Mary, great with child, had to make a long trip. I don't know the distance between Nazareth and uh, Bethlehem, but it's you know it's not a quick trip. Mm-hmm. And certainly when you're pregnant, uber pregnant, uh, as she was, uh, having to ride on a donker, maybe make some of the trek on foot, was, was definitely difficult. Um, and they had sickness back then, too. Uh, you can read uh, a lot of things in the Bible, specifically in the New Testament. They had a lot of people with leprosy. Yeah. They had other common illnesses back then. Uh, they couldn't go to Walgreens and get an over-the-counter drug back then. Um, but, you know, there were good things that happened then, and uh, as a result of that, we all get to uh, experience his uh, grace, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about Jesus, the greatest gift you'll ever get, no matter how uh, awesome your uh, presence might have been this year. That's up. Yeah. I can't tell you, though, like this year, I mean, you have COVID on one hand. And I think one of the things that I've learned from 2020 COVID, all of that is just how easily um, one, how easily our lives can just change sort of at a drop of a hat. Whereas before it's kind of always been the same, Mm -hmm. at least in my experience. But then all of a sudden the mayor decides something. Yeah. And then like, oh, okay, well, I have to adjust a lot of things. Right. And, and, And two, like. When we talk about politics, don't we don't need to be just looking at Washington. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's a lot of the the local offices are so important mm-hmm. in times like this. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of the things that I think has been grossly underreported even on news outlets that do kind of cover these things mm-hmm. um you know the trump administration has taken a lot of blame for the economic problems that we've had uh, a lot of news outlets will just say everything is is the result of the coronavirus yeah we add a little bit of information to sentences like that we say you know there's problems because of the coronavirus but also because of the government's response to it yes and to be fair a lot of the economic problems that we're having in this country are the result of state and local restrictions on businesses, including some of those from Republican leaders uh, that have said you can only open between these and these times and you can't have these many people in. And a lot of places have been closed the entire year, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, and small business is a major part of our country, even in 2020, right. with all this online stuff that we have. Small businesses do still exist. They have websites that you can shop on. Uh, and when they're closed, America closes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, to be fair, uh, a lot of the uh, the problems that we're having are state and local um restrictions and that's why you still see people saying look we can reopen these people know how to clean their store they're going to clean their stores Mm -hmm. so that way they can bring people in safely otherwise they're going to get a bad review on facebook or twitter or instagram or something like that and uh you know we can we can do the washing our hands Mm -hmm. we can you know wear masks and socially distance things like that let's open america back up and hopefully uh with all the medical advances that we've reportedly made in recent weeks uh Maybe we'll be talking about a different thing come spring, Easter, somewhere around in there. Right. I think it's important to remember that if the smaller and more local businesses start shutting down, then there's no competition for the larger businesses. So who's going to keep them from raising their prices? Nobody. Because where else are you going to go? Yeah. And it's crazy to think about, but even at the end of this year, we're still talking about how in some places you can go to a liquor store, Mm -hmm. you can go to a big box store. 
uh, but you can't go to a place of worship, and that's just mind-boggling. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it would be good if we all prayed um, mm-hmm. that those things uh, would go away, and certainly people would uh, have you know make wise decisions on how to best protect everybody. One of the things, too, I want to bring to uh, people's attention, because I know not everybody sure. uh, pays attention to the political stuff. They're kind of done with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Biden... Uh, says he won the presidential election. And as a result of his declaration of victory, uh, Joe Biden has started naming people that would serve in a Biden administration. Right. Uh, and one person that's really had a lot of people talking has been uh, Javier Becerra. That's the guy that Joe Biden wants to be Secretary of Health and Human Services. Mr. Becerra is currently the California Attorney General, but he served in Congress for many years prior to that. He also served as a Deputy Attorney General with basically California's version of the FBI. Hmm. You may not have heard of this person. Uh, you may not know what he looks like. But Mr. Becerra is one of the people that wants uh, religious nonprofits, such as the Little Sisters of the Poor, to provide uh, and and cover abortifacients and mm. contraceptives in their right. uh, insurance plans. Uh, he was one of the attorneys general that really went after pro-life uh, reporters like David Daleiden that tried to expose Planned Parenthood for doing things like this. So. As, as boring as it may be to some people, as, uh, as much time as it may take to really investigate these people and find out who they are and what they've done and what they stand for, you really need to do that because um, whoever's in charge of HHS is going to be deciding uh, the insurance requirements and stuff that benefits everybody listening. Most everybody listening, I would imagine, probably has insurance through their job, or maybe they have a healthcare sharing ministry, something like that. Maybe they have an Obamacare plan, and even that's kind of up in the air uh, Joe Biden wants to keep the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, uh, but a lot of people are kind of pushing him towards a single-payer socialist health care type mm-hmm. setup, which is far above and beyond what uh, Obamacare already is. Uh, President Trump, meanwhile, still says um, he won the election. Some fraudulent stuff was done. He's still challenging the election, mm-hmm. and he wants to do different things with health care. Um, so we'll see uh, how things shake out in the next couple of months, depending on who's in the White House. Wow. Uh, so what what's the confidence level, I guess, of um, of Trump and his administration that they've Oh, the president election? has maintained since the day after the election that he won and huh. that uh, something illegal occurred in right. the wee hours of the morning uh, the day after the election. His, uh, he said as much uh, this week. He called into a – I think it was a Turning Point USA event that Charlie Kirk and some other people were having. Uh, he called into that and said, you know, uh, his people were still challenging this and that. Uh, his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, uh, made similar comments on Fox and Friends. I believe it was on uh, Tuesday. And she said, uh, this is not over. Mm. So uh, we'll still see challenges from the administration. I would argue uh, – I would not be shocked if we still saw the president and other people saying – we won, something illegal occurred even after Inauguration Day, which is toward the end of January. Interesting. And w- what happens if that's the case? If, if, if Say whether or not it's legitimate, Biden becomes the uh, inaugurated. Yeah. Do, the, do those challenges, do they still have grounds to continue? Uh, I think you could probably still maybe file something, but I don't know that anybody mm. will take it seriously probably. and really rule on it uh, should a Joe yeah. Biden um, become president. But I will say this, um, a lot of people have been um, quoted as saying they're 
pushing President Trump to try to run again in 2024, Mm -hmm. assuming, of course, he's not in the White House after Inauguration Day. So, you know, we may be talking about Donald Trump uh, for the next four years or so. Um, And certainly, you know, I mean, you watch his rallies. He has thousands of people, Mm -hmm. young and old, white, black, Hispanic, what have you, that show up at these things. Um, So... uh, we we may already be in a fight for the Republican presidential nomination in January of next year, yeah. even though the election is not scheduled until November of 2024. That's incredible. And I mean, either way, I have no doubt that Donald Trump is going to continue to be a, a voice and a presence oh, sure. in this in this sphere. Yeah, he Absolutely. might not be on Fox News as much, <laughs> uh, but Probably he will not. certainly. Uh, who knows? I mean. Uh, People have joked that he's going to try to buy CNN or you know things like that. He could probably do that. He, well, he, yeah, he does. He does have. Uh, he's got enough money to pay uh, pay off some things. Interesting. Wow. Well, this is go- it's going to be amazing to see this unfold. I mean, and that's one of the things that I tell people sometimes, where they're like, "Oh, thank goodness, twenty twenty is about to be over." Yeah. I'm like, look, it's going to. It's this is twenty twenty one is just the sequel. It's in a yeah. long series of years to come. You know. 2020 I, part just, two. I'm just interested, and maybe I've talked about this with you guys like off the show, mm-hmm. but um, you know how like the History Channel will do those documentaries where it's like the 90s, a look back, or the 80s, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I, I'm just curious, is like years from now, mm-hmm. how are they going to cover 2020? There's no way you the could 20s, do it in a week. The 20s are. It's going to be the, the year the the closest we've come to a post-apocalyptic right. world. And- we began this year. <laughs> We began this year with people freaking out, thinking mm-hmm. we were going into World War III with a rod, and oh then President Trump got impeached. That seems like five years ago. Yeah. I love, I love and seeing the li- on and then the Rona hits. It's, it's amazing the the list that people will put on and Facebook and Twitter of just all, even the silly stuff, but all the things that have happened this yeah. year. Yeah. Just, and then between California and Australia being on fire constantly. Oh yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, it's and it's like people forgot about that. And like the murder hornets and the the aliens now. Oh, I know. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I'm convinced the aliens came because uh, they heard like you know the annoying Christmas song. Reaching outer space, oh, like yeah. Grandma I'm got sure ran over by a reindeer, and uh, yeah, they just wanted to exactly. stop. They yeah. just want to keep Mariah Carey from being popular again. Yeah, you know? all I want <laughs> for Christmas is for that song to stop. Yes, <laughs> there you go. Oh my goodness, um, man, yeah, 2021 is not going to be the end, absolutely. Um, but I, I think one of the things too that uh, going into whatever whatever happens the next year, I think one of the key um, issues that are going to face Christians is religious freedom. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, we've already seen the the shaky ground we stand on mm-hmm. this year uh, with with the California governor as well as a few others, even even local mayors, um, putting some pretty harsh restrictions on yes. the churches meeting um, churches who are you know operating carefully. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to be interesting uh, um, to see how that unfolds in the next yeah. year. Hardly a day goes by without someone in the newsroom interviewing one or multiple attorneys mm-hmm. um, about uh, restrictions being challenged. And it's not just Protestants. Right. Uh, some Catholic priests have uh, challenged various things. Uh, a lot of religious liberty law firms um, are just working around the clock to to challenge these things. Some of the uh, more high-profile firms are um, First Liberty Institute, which mm-hmm. is based out of Texas. You've got the Thomas More Society, which is out of the Chicago area, uh, Pacific Justice Institute out in California, although they're branching out now uh, to other parts of the country and, and going by PJI, a slightly different name. Okay. Um, you've got uh, Liberty Council, 
uh, they're all challenging all kinds of stuff. And, and let me tell you this too. Um, uh, I know maybe a lot of people uh, listening might be, uh, you know, Protestant or Catholic or something like that. Um, but a a ruling or an executive order or something that impacts one person mm-hmm. and their faith. Yes will be used against you. Mm -hmm. So if you are a Protestant and you hear about some restriction against Catholics, you should be concerned. Absolutely. Because uh, a judge or a mayor or a governor will have no problem saying, okay, well, it's got to apply to Protestants too, or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Same with Jews, same with Muslims, same with Zoroastrians, if that's even still a thing. Yeah, the three of them that exist now. Yes. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Beckett. uh, Beckett um, is another law firm that's Mm -hmm. been challenging all sorts of stuff, uh, Pacific Legal Foundation, I could I could spend the rest of the right. year talking about all these groups. Uh, there are people out there, so if you are concerned, um, you know, do some uh, basic web searches, mm-hmm. or maybe uh, call up here and ask me uh, and ask for me or something, and uh, yeah. we'll see if we can uh, get you in touch with somebody. Yeah, and I mean, not to say that um, you know we're going to be like China any day soon, but if you look at China, they're right. not they're not discriminatory when it comes to which religions they don't like. Right. So like you said, yeah, if, if we look over and we see the local, mm-hmm. you know, synagogue or the whatever Hindu temple or right. whatever having some pretty harsh restrictions, you better you better be ready to fight the same fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, always to bring stuff back to the Bible too, yeah. uh, none of this should come as a surprise to somebody who is pretty knowledgeable of their Bible. Uh, Paul... Uh, it was Absolutely. it was put on his heart to tell Timothy, "Hey, man, we're gonna we're gonna enter a day where things are gonna get bad, things are gonna fall apart. Don't uh, don't lose hope. Don't panic. Um, be faithful. Be bold. Share Jesus with other people, even if somebody says you shouldn't." Yeah, and um, I mean, like we always said say in this show, share truth, apply scripture. That's really, I mean, that's our heart here in the gauge. Yes, you know, um, we want to inform you guys, you listeners of what you need to know. That's why we have Chris on on one of our favorite monthly episodes um, having these discussions just to keep us aware of how our culture is doing and the particular issues that we're facing. Well, I can tell you this too. If if you want to, if, if you are the type that doesn't like to really follow a lot of news, you don't set out to listen to the newscast, we do have an option on our website at onenewsnow.com where you can enter your email address. We won't share it or sell it to anybody. And once a day, we'll email you about five or six stories and you'll have an idea as to what's going on uh, in your world. Yeah. yeah. And I also encourage people to check out the website mm-hmm. um, because there is, I mean, news covering every subject. So, I mean, if you don't have a lot of time during the day, just kind of browse the page and the yeah. stories that are, you, you see first and just kind of give you a general idea of what's going on. Yeah. And if you want an idea of what other people are talking about, how they're covering it, things like that, too. I've mentioned this before on the show. Um USA Today has a thing that they put out early every morning, uh, five things to know. And it, it'll give you an idea of what's going on that day. Uh, CNN does a similar thing. I'm assuming other news outlets have that as well. So, if I mean, you could sign up for those three things, onenewsnow.com and some other uh, news outlets, and you'll get a couple of emails or what have you uh, in a day, and they'll let you know what's going on in the world. So that way you know what to pray about uh, and how people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, link to One News Now will be in the show notes of this episode, so go check that out. Thank you so much, for Chris, for being on the Thank radio you. with us. Merry Christmas. Uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. And uh, again, Share Truth Plus Scripture. We will see you next week. <laughs>